Hello, we welcome you all to episode 100 of the Cosmic Matrix podcast with your host once again, Bernhard Gunther and my wife, Laura Matsu. And what better title or a better episode of this 100th episode to go into debunking popular myths about the Matrix. Um, so there are various reasons why we want to dive into this topic, because the Matrix, the term and the red pill and all of it has become definitely very, very popular over the past few years. So just to give you an overview, in this episode, we will go over about the term the matrix, right? Where it originated from, what it actually means, what is the matrix? Uh, we look into the distortions, misunderstandings, and abuse of the term the matrix over the per past couple of years, and also the most common trap of quote-unquote truth seekers. And then in the second hour, we dive deeper into what it actually means to transcend the matrix and what is required how to recognize how the matrix actually works through you and what you can do to break through matrix programming. Um, so with that being said, I think we can start off with, you know, the most popular um, association people have with the term the matrix, which is the film, The Matrix, which was uh, released in 1999 with Keanu Reeves, Neo and uh, Morpheus and the whole trilogy or I guess the fourth part recently came out as well, uh, written by the Wachowski brothers back then, their sisters now. And, you know, many people make references to this movie, myself included, because it does contain a lot of cold esoteric symbolism and truths about this world. So, however, what's important to understand that the term the matrix in, meaning the matrix control system, that manipulates and controls humanity, this concept um, has originated way before the Matrix movie. And this is actually based on the work of somebody called Valdemar Valerian, Valdemar Valerian, who um, wrote four Matrix books, you know, called The Matrix, four uh, volumes between 1987 and 1994. And then the last fifth book of his series was released in 2001. And that's a huge volume. And I want to share a little bit about my own personal experience, how I came across <laughs> the quote-unquote matrix, uh, this material, because personally, I was aware of this concept of the matrix uh, also way before the movie came out in 1999. And I came across Valerian's work of this Matrix series. Ironically, <laughs> interestingly, I was—I think it was in 1997 or 1998, around that time uh, when my mushroom dealer back then turned me onto his work. She gave me these books. Like I came across these manuscripts. Somebody gave it to them. It's pretty intense. Maybe you want to check it out. And keep in mind that was 1997, right? Uh, around that time, that was barely beginnings of the internet. So this was not a officially released book. There was like a manuscript printed out. Um, and it's very thick as thousands and thousands of pages. So that really turned me on and I dove deep into this work, uh, into this material by Valadimir Valerian. And just to give you an insight of, you know, the titles of these four Matrix books he released before the movie again in 1999. So Matrix 1 came out in in 1987, and basically it's about uh, subtitle, Understanding the Aspect of Corvert Interaction with Alien Culture, Technology, and Planetary Power Structures. Then his book Matrix 2 came out in 1990, The Abduction and Manipulation of Humans Using Advanced Technology. 
So it's more about the alien abduction phenomenon, UFO phenomenon, which I've also talked about in my film, UFOs, Aliens, and the Question of Contact, which you can find out on my website. And then Matrix 3, which is really a seminal work. This is really the, the heavy uh, hitter. And he released Matrix 3 in two volumes uh, called The Psychosocial, Chemical, uh, Biological, and Electromagnetic Manipulation of Human Consciousness in 1992 and 1995. That's 1,900 pages. So did they like reference this guy at all in the Matrix movie? Or do you know if they've ever no. said that they were inspired by him? Or is it known that they maybe like ripped him off? Or how does that... No, no. I mean, like the Matrix movie itself is like a pop version. It definitely, con uh, you know, uh, contains a lot of occult truths, esoteric truths, like the basic overlay um is it basic do you, truth do you think they read this his his work could and, be i don't or... know the way i see it i think with the wachowskis you know they tuned into something but like many artists or filmmakers i think they're tuned into something unconscious they didn't know what they're actually doing or you know i don't think they're actually that aware of the matrix as you don't think they films. read this guy's work or anything because they i would not because yeah, that yeah. goes even way more fringe and deeper you yeah know? got um, it mm. i mean having said that definitely Especially the first Matrix movie contains definitely a lot of uh, cold esoteric truths, which we want to talk about as well. Yeah. Um, and then the Matrix 4 book, which he wrote with Michael Topper, whose work I also, he was also a very interesting fella, popped up in the early 90s. I uh, referenced his work, quoted his work a lot in my writings as well, especially his article, The Negative and Positive Realms of Higher Densities, which is actually taken from the Matrix books. So Matrix 4, the title was Paradigms and Dimensions of Human Evolution Consciousness in 1994, uh, which is also over a thousand pages. And then Matrix 5, uh, Quest of the Spirit, The Ultimate Frontier, uh, 600 pages in 2001. Now, <clears throat> this is a deep dive. So, <laughs> you know, for anybody wanting wanting to go down the rabbit hole, feel free to check it out. I'm going to link uh, the books in, in the show notes, the PDF files. Are they still on, for sale on Amazon? I think they're on Amazon, but you can, you know, download the PDFs uh, if you like as well. Uh, I don't even know what happened to uh, Val Valerian. Uh, but also, you know, fair warning, you know, you have to still use a lot of discernment. It's not this is the truth. It lays out, you know, a lot of things that are happening now, a lot of core concepts of the Matrix, but some of it, the timelines are off now, and some of that, you know, may have been disinformation, not purposely, but, you know, he just put a lot of information into it. Some of it checks out, some doesn't. It is a lot, a lot. You know, these are thousands and thousands of pages. So just just uh, everything, nothing is black and white. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And just FYI, you know, the reason why we're talking about this is because we've both noticed that the term The Matrix has become super popular uh, out there, everyone talks about how to escape the matrix, you know, even, you know, this, obviously, someone who's a very controversial figure. We talk about him. Uh, yeah, Andrew Tate is always talking about how to escape the matrix. And I was like, very confused when this all started happening, because basically a trend, like the word matrix got trendy. Yes. And then a bunch of people started using it. And then I was very confused, because I've read your work and even his quotes from Michael Topper and, you know, Tom Montauk, who also has written about the Matrix for a while, is like, yeah. this is not like, they're literally saying that the way to escape the Matrix is to like, have like a hot wife and make tons of money and have nice cars. And it's like, those desires are literally conditioned into you yeah. 
by the Matrix. <laughs> like, no, and Andrew Tate is way more plugged into the Matrix than he's totally yeah, exactly, aware of. exactly. So basically, what you're saying is that um, this is like a hyper dimensional. Um, this is like goes like it's like the basically my own working theory, and obviously this is just a theory, just an idea I have is that you know this idea about the matrix holds a deep truth in it yeah. but it's being hijacked yes. by consensus people Which, exactly. it's being distorted the meaning of the word almost to like trap people into like another matrix while thinking they're escaping from the matrix exactly that's kind of that's kind of what neil kramer caught like being caught up there caught in the second matrix um, but you make some good points, which I really definitely want to address all these um, distortions about the term, the matrix, how it's become trendy, almost like pop culture, how a lot of influencers and coaches now use it for marketing and completely, uh, you know, uh, misconstrue the whole term. Yeah. And that's just the way it happens. By the way, that's also almost an occult as a child law. As the truth comes up, it will be hijacked by other forces, you know, yeah. or by forces working through Andrew Tate and then misapplied. And then people think this is the way. And, and that's how people can get easily off the path. It's, it's, I mean, if you don't understand how the matrix works, you wouldn't be taken in by somebody like Andrew Tate. But we'll talk about, about him later a bit. Um, I want to read a little bit about these uh, four matrix books mm -hmm. um, from... Uh, Val Valerian you know, released in the 90s, early 1980s, between 1987 and 2001, because it's really fascinating. A lot of the stuff I've been talking about over the years. Also, uh, since you mentioned Tom Montag, I want to give a shout out to him. He's, a he's for me, the, the OG in the sense, the real top G matrix breaker, uh, because he has been writing about this. Also, I came across his work before, um, before the Matrix movie came out as well. So he has been writing about this on his own website, montauk.net as well. Um, so, you know, and I remember also then I was reading the Matrix books and then after that I came across David Icke and David Icke, yeah, he he shares aspects of the Matrix, but compared to Val Valerian's work, David Icke is kind of like, you know, high school level. This is more like <laughs> college university level in the sense. But anyway, let me, I just want to share because it's really fascinating I'm going back memory lane. Um, now to read um, kind of a little summary of each of those books in context on light of the current times we're in right now because it's very, very revealing. So he's. I want to specifically uh, read the summary just of the Matrix 3 books. Uh, they came out in two volumes and this is really um, the biggest work out of all the series. As I said, that's 1,900 pages. So... Um, here we go. The two-volume, 1,900-page called Matrix 3, released in 1992 and 1995, is perhaps the only work on the planet to this day that completely investigates the motives, methods, aims, and origins of the technocratic society we live in today. More information that you could accumulate in a lifetime uh, of research trying to figure it out. Volume 1 begins the journey detailing how the consciousness of human beings is being modified by psychological and social institutions, specific chemical ad chemicals added to the food, water, and environment, and how the tactical aspects of chemical, biological, and electromagnetic warfare are being implemented in order to, to support the aims of the planetary power structure known as the New World Order. So again, keep in mind, this was released 30 years ago. Um, the book begins with a section of familiarizing the reader with the basic scientific terminology related to subjects that's discussed in this two-volume series, uh, beginning with discussions of concept of resonance, oscillation, vibration, frequency, 
and moves rapidly into the discussion about human auric band structures and their frequencies and so forth. Um, <clears throat> going on, Matrix 3 begins the discussion on electromagnetics with the review of the natural electromagnetic field of the planet, the holographic aspects of the universe and consciousness, the morphological field set forth by Dr. Robert, Robert Shel uh, Sheldrake. You know, mm. we know about him. He talked about a morphogenic field. He got also, if people remember, a few years ago, canceled by Ted, his he TED got, Talk, Yeah, right? his TED Talk got taken down because he was challenging the philosophy of materialism, basically. Yeah. Exactly. So he's already mentioned in this um, book as well. So the mythological field set forth by Dr. Rupert Sheldrake and continues on with hard uh, to find data on the human brain and neurophysiologically uh, physi physiology, as well as the brain structures and their relationship to levels of consciousness and behavior. The psychosocial aspect of human society are discussed in detail with emphasis on the nature of belief system, perception, and the socially sanctioned programming involving the ego functions of security, sensation, and power. The book discusses four ascending levels of social manipulation, and including detailed data on consciousness, genetics, and manipulation of human consciousness from outside the physical realm and beyond. So here we go. That ties into also what I write and talk about. This is the hyperdimensional occult matrix control system and occult forces in unseen realms. Um, <clears throat> Continuous Matrix, Matrix 3, Volume 1, begins the initial discussion of the various elements of population control through the deliberate misuse of biological organisms, all the way from the very concept of disease to covert production of biological weapons under disguise of various governments' programs. There are sections discussing biological warfare, the beginning treats in the nature of the immune system, a short review of the paradigm of vaccination, Interestingly, here we go already. A discussion of the spread of neural fungi, zoonotic diseases, uh, and so forth. And revealing data on who runs the major drug and chemical companies and just how interconnected it all is. A lot of this stuff people are now just waking up to. The section on electromagnetic mind control in Matrix 3, Volume 1 has no equal anywhere in the world. The groundwork is covered in relation to the use of the electromagnetic spectrum. The, delib the deliberate historical suppression of hyperspatial and nature of electromagnetics and a host of data on advanced mind control application that goes far beyond anything you've ever seen before. Um, in this material which uh, brought this book, it goes also into planetary popularity, like the alien phenomena. The book discusses the new electronic networks, the secret behind the use of cellular telephone systems, mind control projects, and the manipulation of the earth grid. There are more, more data on the Montauk projects than in any single book in existence, including the individual books released years later. Interspace of all this data, there's a host of su uh, supplementary material interviews and revealing information. Uh, their apparent plans for total planetary domination, economic and otherwise, are discussed, including plans for a one-world religious, religious control system. And then Matrix 3, Volume 2, explores the progression of science, biological and sociology into a materialist paradigm and its in eventual degradation into a political system, which formed the basic of all uh, control paradigms, wars and human conflict and answers the question, um, many other questions. So we see what we talked about before. The Matrix is also based on this infusing this materialistic paradigm, mm -hmm. right? Which everything, the political system is infused by, the medical system, the educational system, all of it. So basically, too, just to be clear, when we say materialistic paradigm, we're just not talking about 
consumerism. We're talking about the yes. idea that there is nothing beyond that which can be proven with a scientific instrument with the five senses. So the materialistic paradigm, like I believe in a soul, I believe that things have soul, things have essence to them, energy, that does not fit into the materialistic paradigm. That's why stuff like even, you know, forms of spirituality or even astrology is ridiculed still by the mainstream because we live in a materialistic paradigm. Yeah, thanks for pointing out. So materialistic, we're not talking about this whole aspect, greed and 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 all of that, but we don't want to deny the material world. It's it's there. That's the other trap, you know, of religious spiritual teachings to deny the material world. It is there, but we need to have a holistic view and understand the spiritual reality. But in the materialistic paradigm, it is completely denied. Yes. And yeah, so it asks also the questions, let me just continue here, um, you know, what are the premises that have resulted in continuous ethnic cleansing, genocide, and, and listen to this, the development of the allopathic biomedical approach to health. So he already 30 years ago approaching, uh, talking about the issues with the allopathic uh, medical system, what we have to now in this day and age. Uh, what paradigm must the human civilization embrace if it is to survive? What lessons can human civilization learn from observing nature? Uh, Valerian explores these, uh, explores these ideas and more with in-depth discussions of ideas of Newton, Darwin, Hobbes, and Malthus. Malthus, by the way, that's the whole, um, he was like economist, uh, philosopher, um, proponent of the of depopulation depopulation uh, control, and that's what the depopulation agenda is based on. Malthus' thinking is whole the whole Marxist socialist communist takeover, what the Great Reset is based on, and all of that. Um, and he covers other influential people as well as the processes of conversion of these ideas into political, sociological, and psychological control system. It's amazing to read this right now because all of this has now formed is the basis of what I just mentioned. Klaus Schwab, uh, the globalist. Yeah, so it's a political, sociolog sociological, and psychological control system exactly. that also is has physical manifestations, but it also has non-physical manifestations. Exactly. That's, that's, that actually, that's a great summary as well. Like the major control system is a political, sociological, and psychological control system more than anything. Yeah. Um, and also, hey, here we go uh, 30 years ago, it addresses the threat of global socialism. Hello, hello, you know, very prophetic. The basic cause of human suffering worldwide. Um, this work, which with over 375,000 words, <laughs> seems to make the point in words of Valerian that we need a new world community, not a new world order. It makes it quite evident that the planetary population has been led astray by a sequence of false scientific assumptions. And following the examples in nature and ideas suppressed, what the true nature of society needs to be in order to transcend and survive the current planetary crisis. So this is just a very short overview, <clears throat> specifically of Matrix 3, Volume 1 and 2 by Val Valerian, which came out again in 1992 and 1995, and I read it in 97. So this is like very different to what you see in like this kind of like pop, like self-development Andrew Tate type fields where yeah. they're literally, I, I literally see stuff like in order to escape from the matrix, you need to lift weights, stop eating seed oils, yeah. become an entrepreneur, get rich. Yeah, and all those things could be good for you. Like, you know, but that has nothing to do with actually the deeper philosophical concepts of the matrix. And especially when you get into 
this Valerian, is that how you say his name? That I sounds so. like a, um, a fake name, by it's the way. A, That's not his real name. It's not his, it is not his real name. Yeah. yeah. So this guy, um, you know, laid it all out is that it like works through your own mind, actually. And you exactly. can see this, you know. So, for example, a psychological control system. Look what just happened with uh, vilifying the unvaxxed and the program running through people who were pro-agenda and what they were doing to other people, because that was a matrix program, no? Exactly, yeah, yeah. The matrix is a multi-dimensional uh, control system, so that's what people have to understand. And again, I'm gonna. You guys can jump into the rabbit hole, go into those books. No, I, I highly doubt anyone's gonna read this like tens of thousands, two thousand pages words. Like. Uh, but that's what I read back then, you know. So for me, when uh, on a little anecdote, I remember when the film came out in The Matrix in 1999. I went to the movie theaters the day after the premiere in Hollywood in in the Chinese uh, uh, Chinese theater in Hollywood. Uh, I remember I went with my dad, actually. My dad was there visiting. He wasn't, uh, you know, traveling for work. Mm -hmm. So I went with him there. And I was just, I saw right away, like, oh, my God, this they're laying out the truth. They Because I already was aware of the hyperdimensional matrix. I saw this is an amazing analogy of the hyperdimensional matrix, humans being used as food, how people are just programs, the Agent Smith syndrome, how these forces work for other people. It was just laid out. And in my own naivety, oh, my God, they give it all away. Now, finally, humans can wake up. Yeah. <laughs> right? My dad didn't like the movie at all. He was kind of t taken, um, um, you know, how do you say? Aback. Aback by the violence, <laughs> the shooting and then all of that. And most people like, you know, there were, I think, it was also breakthrough on the film, technological level, special effects, you know. But still, I think why people um, liked the movie, I still didn't see people actually getting the deeper occult esoteric meaning of of the symbolism what really happened in those yeah films. well it also i think is a book that like philosophically probably has many layers of symbolism to it too so you can understand it on just a basic you know it has like a hero's journey woven into it that can relate to you or you can understand you know the deeper like metaphysical truths that is contained in it so so then let's let's define it then so what exactly is the matrix control system yeah so as Val Valerian already said, like we just pointed it out, it works on all levels through the political, sociological, um, and, and it's, a, it's a political, sociological, psychological control system externally, but that also works through you. So in a nutshell, it really in one sentence, you know, we can define that the matrix control system aims to deviate humanity away from truth, capital truth, divine truth, spirit and conscious evolution. Mm -hmm. And it ha has interfered actually with the evolutionary process, these forces, which Rubindo talked about, that something has interfered in the natural organic evolution of, of human uh, um, yeah, progression, basically. So it's almost like this like fixed, rigid system, which almost like we're not kind of evolving past it. We're almost like trapped in, in it. In a time loop, exactly. Yeah, They're yeah. trying to keep us in a time loop. And the key aspect to understand is that the, the 3D matrix, which most people only focus on, people think that is the matrix, that is just like you mentioned earlier, it's just a symptom, is a manifestation of hyperdimensional 4D mm. or called hostile forces forces working through humanity. Yeah, so basically, can you just define for people like the 3D matrix? 3D matrix, the physical aspects, what we see, for example. Um, government. Government, institutions. Uh, the Mainstream uh, medical great system. Great reset, the banking system, the big pharma, 
you know, financial systems, educational systems, all of that. So that's the 3D level of the matrix. So that's what I don't understand. This kind of common understanding of the matrix is like, you know, like almost like slightly just missing the truth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, it's, it's literally t- like, it, it's just, it, it's, it's, a, it's almost weird because people started getting into this concept of the matrix. And then literally in the past couple of years, I've seen the word the matrix collectively get turned into something that's far beyond this original meaning because of these popular influencers yeah pushing this weird false narrative around it's fascinating actually not only that not only is it distorted but they really conflate be it out of ignorance i think more out of ignorance and conditioning like yeah because they have been they don't realize how the matrix forces work through them and then they claim as by as that certain aspect like you mentioned before even that andrew tate guy that you do this to escape the matrix but this is exactly what keeps in the matrix still but Completely. lifting weights and not eating seed oils and becoming an entrepreneur <laughs> has nothing to do with any of what you said. And it's good, like, you know, do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, this is self-development, but there's yeah. a huge difference between self-development and, like, achieving, like, material success, all you know, more power to everyone, as opposed to transcending and really escaping the matrix, which we go deeper into the second hour, which is really ties into the great work. Yeah, so there's a 3D matrix, government, institutions, banking, mainstream medicine, and then yeah. the 4D aspect is... Well, the 4D aspect is more the occult forces, which I've been talked about a lot, the hidden forces. That also ties into this, uh, which also, by the way, uh, Valerian goes into the matrix here, is the alien UFO phenomena, which is actually a is a physical manifestation of a hyperdimensional phenomenon of ultra-terrestrial beings that have also interfered and manipulated humanity for thousands of years. So these aliens entities are not necessarily beings from other planets, right? That's why also the mainstream always debunks like UFOs and aliens because you just ex- um, approach it physically and how can some other form life form come from other planets? No, we're talking about parallel universes, dimensions and densities and beings and entities that can pop in and out of a physical reality and they've been given different names throughout the ages you know mm-hmm. um they have visited you know uh aliens uh, or you know ultra terrestrial beings have visited this 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 earth or interfered with this planet for thousands and thousands of years but they are right here just existing outside our five sensory perception and that's really important to understand so do you think that there's like Wetiko also seems to like kind of work as an agent of the matrix exactly he, yeah. uh, where Tico based on uh, the Native American tradition and Polyvi's work is like this alien mind virus and that's we, that's what I want to dive deeper in the second hour to really understand how the matrix works through us because as Carlos Castaneda wrote in his book you know Don Juan the predator gave us their mind it is embedded in our mind and you can see again so I'm just taking him as an example because it's such a perfect example how Andrew Tate is infected with Vertigo and the mind virus, the matrix virus working through him, mm-hmm. completely taken mm-hmm. over yeah. and has no idea what, what, you know, while he, like many people, drop nowadays these quote-unquote truth bombs and that's why they get, uh, you know, people kind of infatuated with them, but he doesn't say anything new. It's like, oh, the the great reset, you know, the, the jab is bad and, and this and that. And so it's very superficial. Yeah, so, so what, what I'm trying to say with the 3D matrix, I like, the, again, the allegory of the cave that I've referenced it a lot from Plato. Like people get just distracted by the manifestations, by the shadows on the wall and mistake symptoms for causes. The manifestations, meaning like big pharma, yeah. like institutions, et cetera. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't also, you know, ref- it doesn't, again, 
people need to be careful in this black and white. I'm not saying either or. I'm not saying to refrain from any, you know, calling these out and shedding truth on on these institutions and how they have corrupted and manipulated humanity. It's understand, but what really and what also in the Matrix books by Valerian uh, makes the point. It's it's about um, making a shift in consciousness, the inner work that will really then reflects the um, the physical world in that yeah. sense. So both need to go together. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly, and not like externalizing it, and then. So uh, the matrix also feeds off of food. What is that food that the matrix forces feed off exactly. of? Exactly. So that's a key aspect to understand because the matrix, why is there a matrix control system? You know, that's why I like the film The Matrix so, on 1999 uh, with Neo, the original one, because it beautifully exempli exemplified or symbolized rather the true, um, how can you say, purpose of the matrix. Right? Why do these forces keep us entrapped? Well, we are food for them, just like humans have been used as batteries in the film The Matrix to create this virtual reality of the Matrix and sustain these machines. Right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, humanity is not on top of the food chain. It's called the topic of all topics. And, you know, Don Juan and Castaneda talked about it. And these forces feed off of uh, humanity. So, what does it mean? Food in this context doesn't have to be physical. So malevolent entities feed off of all kinds of emotions and frequencies, predominantly reactive emotional turmoil hello, that is projected externally on others. They feed off of energy, like energy life frequency force. that comes, you know, life this force. luge, like Michael Monroe called the luge. I feel, uh, I think that that was his name. I would just even emanates. just. It seems like almost like she though, because like when I get some sort of like psychic attack or some sort of encounter that's very draining, I feel my life force get drained. Exactly, the feed of the life. Exactly, that's part of it. Absolutely. So. You know, but it gets more, it becomes more nutritious if they're trying to trigger certain emotions and frequencies, you know, such as violence, anger, hate, envy, jealousy, lust, and distorted sexual energy of the lower nature. There's a lot of that that's projected externally. Mm. Obviously, fear, anxiety, also gossip, gossip, shadow projections, to name a few. I made a video about this also recently on, on YouTube. And then also these forces working through others or through your own mind tempt humans with greed, power, and sex, Right. So that goes into the forces of money, sex, and power, which What's, also we need to reconquer from the hostile forces, not reject. Like which is the interesting, which is fascinating because a lot of these kind of influencers who are talking about escape the matrix, I just realized they're pushing this, like money, sex, and power at the yes, forefront. Exactly. So it's almost like the matrix take, took over them and is getting you to go after the same things that actually are kind of matrix conditioned desires. It's like this kind of like magic trick almost, like yeah, sleight yeah. of hand. You yeah, know? I even see people like escape the matrix, become a financial independent. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to be again clear, let's not fall into black and white thinking because that has been also distorted by the religions. You know, that's also another control system. Even dogmatic Christianity is influenced by the matrix, hot call forces. They then reject the material world, like, oh, having money is bad, or having power is bad, or yeah. having sex is yeah. bad. Yeah. So we're not talking about that. We just, when the lower nature hijacks it and gets into greed and lust or feeding off power and attention. Yeah, like an insecure person seeking yeah. money, power, and fame is very different to someone who's naturally creative, naturally in their essence, and becomes powerful, attracts attention because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's very, it's a very different energy, actually. Yeah, exactly. And then also, people always say, 
you know, follow the desires and goals, manifest your dreams, escape the matrix, but then don't question where, I want to talk about this later on, where do your desires, aims, and goals really truly come from? Yeah, you like know? were they conditioned into exactly. you from childhood, from society, from especially if you had parents who expected you to be a certain way, or, you know, some parents don't even see their children at all. They just project what they want out of life onto their children and this is like a tragedy because then their children will literally end up living the life that their parent had projected onto them when the parent's job was actually to allow that child to become, you know, their own individual. Yeah. And that I, I, I see that happen a lot, you know, in my astrology sessions and my coaching in our groups is like, you know, that sometimes people wake up and realize that the life that they've been conditioned into believing all the desires and goals that they said would make them happy are actually not doing it anymore. And that's when I think a deeper individuation process sometimes occurs. Exactly. So in a, in a very nutshell, just also if you look back, I mean, again, people have known by my work, I cite a lot of various esoteric teachings that have talked about this so-called hyperdimensional matrix control system, each in their own way, right? That has influenced and controlled humanity for thousands of years. Um, you know, <clears throat> um, even this quote by Sri Aurobindo, I really like this one that, that kind of summarizes the, the matrix control system from the integral yogic perspective uh, from Sri Aurobindo. He says, um, the matrix basically are the forces, or these are the forces and beings that are interested in maintaining the falsehoods they have created in the world of the ignorance and in putting them forward as the truth which man must follow. Mm -hmm. Right. So basically also what we see, pathologies being normalized, or like Krishnamurti, we're trying to adjust to a world uh, that has where pathologies have become normalized. So we live uh, according to lies and the ignorance. And our spiritual truth as self and our connection to the divine is being diminished or is being even cut off. Well, no, yeah. And it's also the thing when you live in a fundamentally materialistic society, again, the philosophy of materialism, but you're interested in soul work, you're interested in spiritual growth you're going to get laughed at, you know, like yeah. this is how the matrix works is like, you know, I get ridiculed by so many people every time an astrology video goes viral and it gets exposed to like everyday people, like it blows their mind to even think that something, you know, that, that the planets could affect human consciousness, even though we already know that the moon affects the tides, it just blows their mind. And it says also just, you know, you won't, you can't understand even this whole thing about neuroscience and whatever, and like trying to unpack the nature of the mind is that the mind doesn't just rest in the brain, actually. That's what also, uh, I don't know if it was Rupert Sheldrake, but some other guy talked about that is that, you yeah. know, Paul Levy mentions that is that yeah, conscious, non -local. consciousness is non-local. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you can telepathically communicate to people at times. And so we have this whole totally flawed model of understanding that it goes against spiritual work that goes against inner growth so like i and i even wrote about this the other day it's like that actually makes the spiritual path more challenging because we live in a culture where they don't care about your soul realization they don't care about your spiritual growth do you have a good job are you making money are you married like this is all the matrix conditioning yeah. uh you know that comes into exactly. our lives so you know, it's interesting. I want to also mention, since you mentioned that, you and I had a little discussion or talk recently about exactly that topic, which reminds me because Valerian 
talked about that the, the major control system has installed this materialistic paradigm we live under. Yeah, and that's with is, the Kali Yuga. And we just talked about about even these influences or people who people, some people like, you know, again, uh, these, you know, very popular influences that kind of like knock at the door of truth, but then kind of still are very consensus and very mainstream. And just want to name like be Joe Rogan, Lex Friedman, Andrew Huberman, yeah. you know, many others like in this sphere. Uh, and they are all materialists, yes, right? Yeah. Even self-proclaimed atheists, uh, you know, and all of that, that kind of like don't get what they call into woo-woo. And, and the, some of the things they have great things to say, even Andrew Huberman, I like his stuff, you know, he's called the Huberman Lab, he has some great things to say. Uh, but it's so just based on just materialistic biolo biology. Yes, it kind of keeps you trapped as well. A mechanical view of 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 humans, yes, actually, exactly. you know, yeah. which just goes against everything we know. Like this, the human soul, and even emotionally, humans are irrational. Actually, you can't just be like, okay, if if if, if human does this, then B happens. Like. I've seen that that rule be broken in many people's lives and the mechanical view of reality that's actually part of materialism is the issue because they think that they can scientifically study everything and then break it apart and predict what's going to happen because humans are mechanical, you know? Yeah. It literally robs life of all deeper meaning and substance, basically. Yeah, exactly. And that's actually why I also feel that we have this profound mental health crisis because if you remove this deeper meaning, if you remove this connection to the sacred from people's lives, people end up really not doing well. And then you they, know, you know, in, in in light of esoteric, excuse me, Christianity, like to use that symbolism, then they stop worshiping false idols. Yes, exactly, right? exactly, exactly. Like celebrities, like shows on Netflix, like these are the yeah. idols that people worship now. Yeah. The science, Foxy, like all of these are the kind of even like the trust the science was like the ultimate <laughs> materialistic <laughs> mantra, you know, yeah, is yeah. almost like perhaps even a sign that we're at the and end. And it's such a stupid like doesn't even make sense because science is a is a process yes you know yes <laughs> um okay so let's let's talk a bit more what you also um kind of touch upon as well because what you know we have definitely seen especially over the past three years it's kind of interesting what happened over the past three years since this pandemic thing and now more truth is coming out we see more conspiracy theories become conspiracy fact and it has like some sort of paradox we have seen this in our own work as well with the coaching program we've gone through with people that on some level it has really hijacked a lot of more people, getting more plugged into the matrix, the fear program, and buying all the lies and all of that. But it has triggered an awakening, quote unquote awakening, right? Yeah. Especially the past three years, we see people started to question like uh, the medical system, the jab, what's going on in the world, government, and all of that, which they in the past would have not questioned. So that's kind of the fascinating aspect in a sense that this attempt at enslavement of humanity does trigger and quote-unquote awakening. Yeah. And we see the rupture within families, relationships, and well, the disillusionment of belief systems. I think we also talked about it on other podcast episodes way back that it's forced an individuation process. So like the moment that you start to realize that there's something about you that doesn't match what you're seeing in the consensus seen in the outer world and you start to listen to that voice instead, you begin the journey of individuation or you have the opportunity rather. Some people yeah. like don't answer that call, you know? And I think that that's what many people were forced to basically. It's like, they were like, oh my God, I don't actually 
I don't support this. I don't think the same way. What am I going to do? Everyone else is doing it. And it forced a deeper individuation process, yeah. which is basically just deconditioning yourself of all of the beliefs that you picked up from the matrix. <laughs> exactly. But this is just a beginning baby step. And then people are, you know, the term of obviously going along with the matrix is having taken the red pill. You know, I'm red pilled, this red pill, you know, and that became very popular. And I've noticed, or we both have noticed over the past three years, it has become so popular, people talking about the matrix, being red pilled. But it was very superficial, distorted, and abuse even of the term the matrix and red pilled. Yeah. And even people dissolute, you know, just because they're now aware of, you know, whatever the the fake pandemic, the the issues of the jab, the great reset, the globalization, and 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 uh, you know, take this as if they have truly woken up, <laughs> you know, yeah. to this when it is Externally. actually just a very superficial intellectual understanding of some of the control mechanisms. Yeah, let alone going way deeper. Uh, in regards to what we shared before. Like how it acts through your own mind, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And also these other occult forces. But then what we have also seen all of a sudden, you know, nowadays, especially in the even like uh, popular influencers and coaches used the term the matrix or red pill as a marketing scheme, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Literally, I know this one popular influencer, I forgot his name right now, but he all of a sudden... Uh, offered like his own course uh, to something, escape the matrix or to escape the matrix to you know become financially independent or something you know and again more power to becoming financially independent i support that absolutely but you know if you're so overly focused on the on the monetary thing that this is not how you escape the matrix either yeah right? exactly yeah uh, but it's material it, it's the matrix seen through the lens of materialism it seems no exactly you know yeah. and it's very superficial and it has it's not the essence of the matrix um you know, and the best example is like, I just want to mention again, Andrew Tate, who's this controversial figure came out of nowhere, very popular, so already very red, big red flag, how popular and famous he became and had the platform. And by the way, I don't care what this guy says. I, I don't agree with censoring him. He can do whatever he wants, but there are a lot of red flags and it's fascinating how a lot of people in the so-called truther community look up to the guy, mm -hmm. you know, because he spreads some truth and he calls himself the top G. He literally calls himself Morpheus. <laughs> And he, I watched a video of uh, where he makes, you know, shows, uh, advertises his Hustler University, mm -hmm. right? Which you going to have $50 a month where he shows you literally how to exit the matrix via making shitloads of, shit of money. Wow, and yeah. he talks about it while he stands in front of his 33, you know, cars, toys, big boy toys. And it's such a fascinating distortion here with this guy because... It's really interesting and so much controversy. He got arrested now, and there's uh, on Twitter spaces people talk about them, pro Tate, people uh, anti Tate, and criticize. But when I listen to all of that, all of them, the majority missed the, uh, miss the elephant in the living room and look at it just even just from a basic psychological perspective. They don't look at it from a psychological they perspective. They don't. That's you what know, you mean. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Because what I see, what we mentioned before, what I see is actually hiding behind this tough exterior and and the need to show off and all of that and boasting a very insecure boy man who is, has a huge unconscious trauma and it's a huge trauma response, right? Yeah. To cover up deep pain and deep shame. And this is this so psych over, psychology one-on-one. -on -one. So exactly. So like grandiose narcissism, which is like the more obvious narcissism is like the overinflation of the self, you know? Yeah. Whereas there's uh, covert narcissism, which is where you're very self-diminishing, but you then tend to be critical towards other people because you think that you're owed the same success. Whereas healthy ego is basically 
being able to own your gifts, being able to also own your flaws and kind of be somewhere in the middle. Like you're not the best at everything, but you're good at some things and kind of yeah. have this more, you know, uh, balanced sense of self. Whereas that's the, that's the key thing is if you have a overinflated sense of self or an over deflated sense of self, it's a sign of narcissistic injury. Yeah, not only that, but I was looking, because recently I wrote an article many years ago when I was studying psychopathy and like the whole you know, checkpoints for a psychopath, a sociopath, oh, yeah? <laughs> he checks out of them many as well. Yeah. Because a psychopath has to actually boast, has to even tell what he's doing. And he's always boasting and, mm. you know, all these. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not going that far. I'm not going to want to di diagnose the guy. I'm just saying there are a lot of red flags well, yeah, and that then, are being just normalized. And, and then the last thing I'll just say about that is also the clear sex trafficking, you know, which we recently found yeah. a video where he would basically admitted that he makes women fall in love with him. So that he basically seduces them as his girlfriend in the original premise. And then he convinces them, oh, we're going to get rich together. You need to, you know, get naked or be an escort or basically be part of a sex tracking business. And then he basically recruits them under the guise of dating. He literally says, I make them fall in love with me so he can sex traffic them. And it's called a specific kind of sex trafficking, yeah. I think, called the lover boy method. No, let's not forget how he made his most of his money anyway. He even says this by pimping out girls on... Um uh, only fans yeah exactly basically exactly, right yeah. so but then people what's legal and whatnot but let's see let's see it in context of the matrix would you want he claims, your daughter <laughs> he, he claims to be morpheus helping you to exit the matrix he has already exited the matrix he mostly appeals he says even himself 90 percent of his audience are people young guys uh, age 18 to 25 yeah they're already sad that they are kind of taking him as a role model but that's how the matrix works through him because even if this stuff is legal, whatever he's doing, a lot of legal stuff doesn't mean it's uh, it's still in 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 context of the matrix. Like this whole energy he's working in with OnlyFans, the sexual luge, yeah. the lust, and the way he treats women, and all of that, the creepy guys that are attracted to that and pay for that to and check actually, out women is deep, deep matrix programming. This is dark occult territory, uh, dark occult entity entity territory. Yeah, let's not forget that. And actually, it's almost like a feeding mechanism in itself to like pimp out another girl and take the money, basically, because that's what happens. It's like yeah. you pimp out the girl and then the guy who's pimping you gets most of the money and you're the one who's literally selling your body to strangers and you're making hardly anything. Like this yeah. is like almost like a energy. It's vent. SDS, a service to self. Yeah. And so, and, and again, I don't care about the guy. Do whatever you want. But selling it as exiting the matrix and claiming to be Morpheus just because he he <laughs> he throws some like slogans around about the whatever great reset vax or globalization or just you know yeah counteracting the left with the woke but he, as I read before he's like the other extreme opposite of the woke leftist feminist and just as toxic two sides of the same coin and yeah. two uh, and also very much taken over by the matrix through his own mind yeah. So basically, it's really important to understand the matrix is not just physical. It yes. has a hyperdimensional aspect of hostile forces working through our own mind. We're going to go more into that in the second hour. Um, it feeds off of energy, especially negative emotions like, you know, chaos, hatred, distorted sexual energy, yeah. you know, uh, fear. 
And it, you know, it's a frequency press and it it, it tries to keep us in this frequency. It's a mind program. So like when you like, you know, bring up a topic that goes against the consensus narrative, like just say the easy one, the vax for the past year, you can see through the matrix programming of people, if you bring that around someone who is kind of unknowingly psychologically captured by the matrix, they like Agent Smith try to put you in line to shut you up, to stop you talking about it. And that's how it works. It works through our own minds. Yes. That's the key thing. That's the key point. You have to, that's, and that's the trap. You know, I really want to say this. Um, that's the trap of most quote unquote truth seekers, what I've seen over the years, right? The, or the most common distortion misunderstanding is that the matrix is only out there separate from us and externalizing everything, right? People even talk about matrix jobs, wanting to escape the matrix while living on an island in nature, to be sovereign, all of it having no government, fine and good, but you're still just externalizing. And you have not escaped the matrix until you realize, and that ties, we go deeper into the second hour, this is what Gurdjieff called the quote-unquote terror of the situation, to really see how the matrix works through your own mind, how it is infused within you. Right, because if you are like Andrew Tate claiming to as be having escaped the matrix based or truly transcended the matrix or not being influenced by the matrix, in light of the true understanding of matrix, that's equally of claiming to be enlightened mm-hmm. to that level. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's really what what it really comes down to. So asked, I want to just uh, close off the first hour just with. Um, Understanding is extremely paradoxical because there's also various definite levels to look at it from. And I said it before, most people look at, uh, at it from the physical 3D type matrix, the geopolitical, right? Of the technocratic one world order, great reset in all of that. Um, you know, the VAX, the depopulation agenda, fine and good. But then there's the next level, the deeper level, which is the 4D occult hyperdimensional level. Right, which also is about we have talked about this before. Is actually the agenda from this hyperdimensional perspective, the full takeover of the physical body by the occult under divine forces, priming and genetically modifying human bodies via the vaccine, hormone therapy, transgenderism, transhumanism, all of that for incarnational opportunities. Right, it's body snatching on possession of. dislodging the soul, the spirit, basically, in order for them to incarnate into human bodies, right? which will take a whole next level in the age of transhumanism and they even try to then breed babies in artificial wombs. That's a whole other story. But then you want to come round circle because then you see it also, you can see it from the psychological lens, young psychology to collective and personal shadow on how it interacts in all of that, Right. Um, how we're also facing our own shadow that is within us, but is being manifested externally if we don't make the darkness conscious within ourselves. And then we have the even bigger divine picture in light of the evolution of consciousness, which really transcends and unifies them all to understanding that all these are lessons in light of the evolution of consciousness. So it's important not to get stuck in our one view and also understanding that you will never ever be able to intellectually understand what the matrix is. You know, and the mind cannot go there. So, yeah, so with that being said, um, let's dive in the second hour. I want to really, let's go deeper into more what it actually means to transcend or escape the matrix and what it is, what is required for that, how to recognize the, how the matrix works through you and what you can do to break through matrix programming 
already. And again, if you're not a member already for the second hour, go to my website, veilofreality.com, and it'll give you access, uh, sign up to the membership, and it will give you access to all the second hours of all the past 100 episodes so far. Thank you. <laughs>